This is Kiss and Tell Radio. Hey guys, it is Jace. And Char. And we're here for Kiss and Tell Radio back in Los Angeles. Char, girl, how are you? Oh, I am okay. <laughs> I have some voice box vocal cord issues that I'm going through this week, but you know, I have no solidified complaints. You no, know, my rent is paid, everything's good. So, what's wrong with your voice? Okay, so really quickly, I have no clue, okay? Mm-hmm. All I know is a week ago, you all know that I do After Buzz for I Am Kate. Which is hilarious. And, uh, yeah, go to Char Says So and check it out if you haven't. But anyway, last week we were watching I Am Kate at the studio, and I sneezed. <laughs> but when I sneezed, I suppressed it, like, <clears throat> instead of ha-chewing it. Mm-hmm. And my throat just instantly, it felt like someone had drop-kicked my, my throat. And mm-hmm. so my throat was in so much pain, like it hurt to swallow. And it was in so much pain that I could barely get through the show. Like my tea was like scalding in order for me to, because you can't be on a show and not be vocal, especially a girl like me. People right. be like, does she have an attitude? Right. So then for, for the next two days, my throat was like hurting to swallow. I had, I flew through a pack of throat lozenges, like 20 throat lozenges in 12 hours. I had all the teas and soups and everything. And here we are a week later. And my voice is still not up to par. I feel like it sounds very trembly, like I'm not, like it's just kind of all over the place. And I can't sing, you know, I sing, you know, Mm -hmm. too. And I can't, no, I can't sing. And it doesn't matter if it's Anita or Jasmine or Beyonce. I just or the can't new Janet. sing. Or the new Janet. You probably hear the new Janet. She's very soft. Like, no, 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 baby. I sing. It's okay. So that's 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 the issue. And I'm scared to go. I want to go to a voice doctor. You know, a little uh, a voice, mm-hmm. a throat, throat nose, nose doctor. Mm-hmm. But I'm scared because, you know, I don't want them to tell me. Tell that you? I, I don't want them to tell me that I have polyps like Julie Andrews. You know, mm-hmm. she developed polyps. You know, you all know Mary Poppins and Sound right. of Music. So she was never able to sing again. And then, of course, our beloved Joan Rivers, who her vocal cords seized on her and cut off her air supply. And that's how she ended up dying. Right. And I don't got time for that. I got things to do. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, I, hustling I'm in just, streets. I don't know. But so if my voice sounds very auto-tune-ish today, uh, that's why, guys. Well, a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. I don't even need the sugar. Just <laughs> get me something to cure this. I've been on vocal rest and everything. Like, and you know it's hard for me not to talk. Right. Yes. We we <sighs> all know. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, things are good. I'm I'm in Los Angeles. I'm actually probably going to be here for a week. Uh, my sister, um, who I guess I'll put her, label her as a sound engineer for Kiss and Tour Radio. Yes. Um, she's actually she's a Mexi- producer. Yeah, she is. She, she manages time yeah, and sound. She, she's super dope. And she actually works for W. But she, her, her blog, um, themusicla.com, is actually doing their first out there music festival on Sunday. Um, and so, because I have done events like um, Kiss and Tell Live and everything like that, I've been helping her as far as logistics go. So, um popping up those throat lozenges. Sorry, guys. No, 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 no. Don't say sorry. Fix your throat. That's the priority. Um, I'm putting a cough drop in my tea like Wendy, but mm. go ahead, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, I'm actually going to probably be out here for the week helping her um, as far as logistics go. So, if you guys are in Los Angeles, you guys should all come out to the Out There Music Festival. Um, information is going to be on my website, my Twitter, social media. Um, it's going to be in Sherman House, California. Come through. Lots a lot of music. There's beer gardens. There's art going on. 
all that jazz. So check it out. But I'm actually able to come out here because I have a quick little testimony. I haven't even told you this. So God, and, and today is Sunday, mind you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was in New York and I've been in New York for the past month through an event out there. I've been flying back out here every two weeks to, you know, record the show. I've been on panels, etc. Mm -hmm. birthdays, weddings, which that went really well. Um, except when we broke down in the middle of, um, the way there and we had to take a hundred dollar Uber ride to make the wedding. I didn't tell you that. No. Yes. Char, Tyler's Prius broke down in, like, by Raging Waters, like, halfway there. Temecula is two hours away in the wine country. Oh, my god! And gosh. the Prius... Did it overheat? No, it just died. She had to buy mm. a new car. It's outside. Oh, my Yeah, gosh. so, anyways, we're on the way to my friend's wedding that I was telling you last episode, mm -hmm. and my sister drives the old school Prius, like, the original Prius that came out. Mm -hmm. And the Prius, we came back from Coachella, the light came on, we're like, okay, well, hmm... So we came back from our family vacation in Palm Springs two weeks later, light came on. Hmm. So on the way to my friend's wedding, two hours away in Temecula in the wine country, um, the car broke down. Mm -hmm. So we left it at a gas station in San Dimas, took a $100 Uber ride because I was like, I did not fly across the country to yeah. see this wedding to not make it. Mm -hmm. So we ended up busting into an Uber. Thank you to Johnny if you're out there listening. How many miles was that to rack up? Because Uber's been cheap lately because you know I take Uber because I don't have a car. Yeah. And it's been like cheap. Like, been, but if you're taking, like, we, it's two hours away and we were halfway there. So we had an oh, hour Uber wow. ride to get to this wedding. Wow. So, and then did, did you take an Uber back out here? No. My friend gave me her Range Rover. Oh. And by the way, my friend also had her baby yesterday. Shout out to Jordan and new baby Jet and JJ, who is now a big brother. So, Aww. yeah. There, it's been a lot going on. I got fired from my job in New York. Are you kidding me? Two days ago. Let's, Why? Yeah, let's just, okay. Do you want to talk about this on no, the air? No, no, no. We'll talk about this on the air because I don't really give a damn. Um, so basically, the way my life has been working, and one thing I've noticed within the past year is that everything that's supposed to happen has been thriving. Mm -hmm. um, Kiss and Tell has been thriving. Kiss and Tell magazine is on its way. Mm -hmm. um, Kiss and Tell radio is popping. Kiss and Tell live. Like, I've been... It's been growing tremendously. Mm -hmm. And whenever there's something that comes along that would distract me from that, it is trash. So, you know, everyone has bills. So I just got a serving job in New York. Very, very nice restaurant. And I'm not going to put this restaurant on blast. But as soon as I get there, I didn't even interview for the job. They just hired me. Right. I remember and you telling me this. Yeah. yeah. Just came through. Um, so anyways, I missed a very well-known French restaurant. Anderson Cooper was there a couple weeks ago doing an interview. Um, but basically a woman got really upset with me about a steak tartare that I had made. Steak tartare? And do you know what steak tartare is? No, I love tuna tartare Okay, though, so, so steak can... tartare is raw meat, like raw beef. Over avocado. High grade. No, no, not avocado. It has like, um, Dijon mustard, um, capers, um, salt, pepper, brandy. I can't do that. It's. I don't think I'd be able to. Like, I gonna, love tuna tartare and I love sushi. That's yeah. The, that's but the like raw fish thing. is different from like raw dead cow. That's what I'm saying. That's the furthest thing I'll go as far as like yeah. raw protein yeah. is like so sushi and shit, tuna tartare. But um. Mm -hmm. So anyway, she got really upset with it. That escalated to another situation, and basically, you know me. Like I'm not going to. A lot of people treat servers like they're the underdog mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. all types of careers, but they. They make cheese. Um, anyways, the woman started yelling, and I, I didn't. She wasn't yelling at me. She was yelling at my manager, 
And then I guess my manager wanted her to, was going to give her a complimentary glass of wine. I went over there. I apologized. I was the bigger person because her, her food was fine. She mm-hmm. just didn't like it. And she started yelling about, yelling about um, the wine. Is he drinking my wine in the back? And I was just like, okay. So I just, oh my wa- goodness. I just walked away because I was about to punch her. And the owner of the restaurant saw her get mad because she got even more mad. Came outside and started yelling, this is a mockery, blah, 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 blah. And I looked at her, Jay's face. We talked about Jay's face. Yes, we talked about So I gave her Jay's face. The owner of the restaurant saw, basically said that he didn't want me working at his restaurant anymore, blah, 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 blah. So I was mainly like, well, that's one less person to pay because your checks bounce. Also. Damn. So, basically... Like, checks that he pays you with? Yeah. Oh, Like, no. every week. Like, the checks bounced. I had a job whole, like that. Yeah. When I worked staff. in an aesthetics bar, doing eyebrows and eyelashes. Can't. But mine Can't. never Can't. bounced. It was co-workers that would tell me, like, girl, did your check bounce this week? And I was like, no, God. Yeah. And no then my God. manager was trying to, like... Yo, well, you know, they, they have his, like, no, that can, but that could be your testimony, but it's not mine. Mm-mm. So basically he kind of dumbed it down to just a write-up, but I was like, you know what? If the owner of the restaurant does not want me here, I have no reason to be here. Mm-hmm. And so... So the manager was trying to, like, kind of cape for you. Yeah. But the owner was like... The owner of the restaurant, who's rarely there, just happened to be there that night. Got you. So, like I said, everything just, that it would interfere with what I'm doing mm-hmm. has not been going well. I mean, and I... It's that's just what it is, and so follow your passions, follow your dreams, and put your energy towards things that will develop. Like things may be very, be very difficult at the moment, but if you put your energy into it, the universe will bring you what you need. You know, I I firmly believe that because I've kind of been displaced with my quote unquote bill paying job as mm-hmm. of lately. But Char says so has been popping. Right. Like I've gotten everything. Like After August, bu- like, August was so good to me mm-hmm. as far as just personally, like, but professionally, it's been on fleek too. Like I said, as mm-hmm. far as Char says so, but it's so funny that you shared that story because I feel like the job that I have specifically mm-hmm. to keep a roof over my head, Hello. to pay my bills, has been cutting up on my time. And like I said, I was kind of unceremoniously displaced. But I'm not tripping because, like I said, my rent paid for September. Hello. Now, the next hurdle is October. Right, <laughs> but we going to get there and we going to address the situation. We are taking things day by day. But, yeah, I mean... It's like we're in the same shoes, kind of. Yeah. I kind mean, of. That's the late 20th testimony, to be honest. Like, figuring it out. Um... So, anyways, I'm glad we got both got to, you know, yes, release. <laughs> um, but let's just dive into this. So, Kermit, 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 he got a new girl, or allegedly has a new girlfriend named Denise. Yes. And even though he's media, denying it, he released yeah, a statement it. saying that they're just friends mm-hmm. with, his, said, with his cup of tea. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was this is actually kind of funny, and I think it's funny how the way social media reacted. And, oh my god, um, Twitter had me cracking right, up. I like, retweeted some of the funniest. <laughs> I don't know if you saw how I was because black I saw a Twitter lot. went up. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. Like the differences between Miss Piggy and um, this Denise woman. Someone even pushed it as far to say Miss Piggy compared Miss... Like on Tumblr, they just had photos. It was like Miss Piggy and Mariah Carey and then Denise <laughs> and Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. So we have also, um, you know, comparisons between them. But I just thought it was kind of funny just to relate that to real life. Because, you know, sometimes there's situations with, you know, currents or exes. And people do... Um, Her name like, is what De- you- Denise Nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. fine. So, I mean, I just thought it was funny just to kind of relate that to real life. Because, you know... What's good, Denise? Like, Miss Piggy. How right. they have the, the Nick Minaj. Uh-huh. Molly, what's good? Molly, what's good? Ba-ba-boom. But 
So, like, if you, have you ever seen, like, an ex come up with a new boo? Like, what's the first thing you no, think? No, I honestly have never encountered that. That's why, you know, one of my best friends tell me that tells me that I'm, I'm going to be bona fide crazy when these things happen to mm-hmm. me. Oh, yeah, because you haven't I've had never a boyfriend in, love, in, like, 10 years. Almost okay. a decade. But I've dated. Okay. I have never been in love. I've never had my heart broken. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced half of the things that I've witnessed Throughout my friendships, throughout TV, throughout music, even though I feel like I feel it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. But I have yet to be in those shoes. But yeah, my best friend's like, you are going to blow up some shit. Yeah, no, for sure. Because <laughs> you didn't have that experience when you were 17, 18, you know. Yeah, no, I've definitely, I've been king petty when it comes to certain certain things like that. I mean, I'm not going to even... You you have to read my the book that's based on um, my early twenties coming out whenever it comes out. Um, it's called Absolutely Me. It's already written, but I mean, there's just when you and I my are dramatic. Like I've shared some personal stories with you about mm-hmm. who my exes have ended up dating, mm-hmm. and I mean public figures, um, and it kind of sucks. And like when you see it all over your timeline, you just want to go on Twitter and laugh. And, you know, you see someone's face like, fuck, again, mm-hmm. every time I scroll, so. But don't the Muppets have a show coming out, if I'm not mistaken? I think they continuously have or a show. Or a movie. It's I'm something not... coming up that, that they did to, you know, that's why Miss Piggy and Kermit broke up. Right. I'm reading on Complex right now that Miss Piggy and Kermit were, quote unquote, going together for 40 years. Mm-hmm. She never got a ring. Never. And the funniest tweet, one of the funny tweets that I just came across, and I saw this, I retweeted, I just forgot to start to favorite it, mm-hmm. was Kermit doesn't know any beautiful female frogs. His <laughs> mama's a frog. His sister's a frog. Who taught Kermit to hate himself? <laughs> it's so funny because we, we do that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we say that all the time. Yeah, I mean, but don't, yeah, good don't luck bring to that Yeah, good luck to them. I thought that was hilarious. So Denise yeah. is kind of, she looks Hispanic. Kind of like she has like an exotic flair to I her. I think she, she, don't ha- look like she a has regular... like those droopy like doggy eyes. I think, and she has a smaller nose than Miss Piggy. She yeah. doesn't look as pig. I think she le- she wears more makeup as well. Yes, yeah, and apparently does. I read that she doesn't have a degree either. Oh, yeah. I mean that's fine. Here we go. Here, I mean let's look at the comparisons right now. Um, she lives at home with her mom and her siblings. She has twenty seven k Instagram followers. Um, she makes you bacon whenever she, whenever you want. Um, she has a temporary job at a call center, Mm-mm. and she used to hook up with one of your best friends. And she drives. Oh two- yeah, that was another thing. She used to be in the crew. Yeah, that's why people really went up because mm-hmm. we saw a selfie with Miss Piggy, Denise, and another pig. Mm-hmm. And now uh, Denise is moving in on her. She done stole your man, and she drives a 2008 Honda Civic. <laughs> which I mean, I had an 06 Honda Civic back in the day, so. I want to say back in the day, I mean, when I was 16. Um, but yeah, I mean, good luck to the both of them. I mean, Miss Piggy, you... Miss Piggy is a bad bitch. She'll, she'll bounce be fine. Back. Right. She has her own money, her own career. Um, and yeah, she has a master's degree as well. Oh, and but she also could be physically abusive when she's drunk. That was another argument I saw. Like, Kermit was a victim of domestic abuse for years. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you've seen her. Like, she's... She's kind of crazy. And oh, she yeah. She has a very punchy She's personality. She's very Nikki Parker, Professor Ogilvy. <laughs> Claim it. Um, so let's talk about um, personal space when it comes to mm. relationships. Mm-hmm. How close is too close? 
for you and your partner. Um, I saw this pop up on my my Facebook the other day, and I like was cracking up because it reminded me of a, a status I put up a while ago um, when I was with my previous boyfriend. And like literally, this this happened. Like I was literally, was I taking a shit? Mm-mm. I may have been pissing. I was on the toilet sitting down. Okay. And my boyfriend busted in talking about I have to pee. Oh, I do remember that. And I like that. I literally like got up for him to pee and then sat my ass back down and he walked Y'all away. Were very comfortable. We were very comfortable. But like I didn't like while it was happening, I wasn't processing like this is weird. But like I thought it was hilarious because like you it was like ve- that, true you love. Were very comfortable. <laughs> but when when I first read when you sent me this email, mm-hmm. it immediately took me back because I just spent the week binge watching Sex in the City. Like I had seen Sex in the City. Uh, the series, but like in spurts, I had never watched it cohesively, mm-hmm. like in order. And uh, it reminded me of this episode that I just finished watching with Miranda when mm-hmm. she was dating someone who didn't know. Very I familiar. identify with Miranda Hobbs. I'm Miranda Hobbs with a pinch of Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just who I am. You're angry? I'm not angry. Miranda was not angry. Miranda was particular. Miranda, Miranda was Go not on with angry. your story. Miranda you, was particular. She was the least liked. I love Mar- I identify with her a okay. lot with the way that she navigates things. Like, I identify with her. Mm-hmm. I just do, and I'm not making apologies for it. No, don't. But we're never sorry. She, uh, the the guy that she was dating in the episode, did not know his boundaries, and mm-hmm. it was funny watching that happen. Like she was brushing her teeth, it started. She was sleeping with him. She was brushing her teeth the next morning. He walks in to pee. Mm-hmm. Then from there, she tried to, uh, you know, of course, she talked to the girls about it. Then like the next day. She tried to, well, maybe I should let down some of my guards. So she tried to pee with the door cracked. And then he came in and grabbed some tissue and blew his nose right next to her while she's peeing. And she felt, you could tell she felt so uncomfortable. And he was asking, like, where's the coffee filter? Do you have bagels? Like, the door wide open. And then the the nail in the coffin Mm -hmm. of their relationship was Miranda. (laughs) She, like, she ended up sleeping. Yeah, she she was peeing that one time, but mm-hmm. she ended up sleeping with him again, and he stayed the night. So she's in the kitchen making breakfast, <laughs> and she all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you hear all these shit sounds, mm-hmm. all of these like farts and <laughs> bubbles and stuff, and he's literally taking a shit with the door open while she's cooking breakfast. And you know those New York apartments. The bathroom is right. virtually right next mm-hmm. to the kitchen. And it was just so funny watching the actress. I don't know her name, but watching... She was good at Miranda. She was so oh, yeah. good. Because that's how I would have reacted. And she slammed the door, slammed mm-hmm. the bathroom door, and that was it. That mm-hmm. was that was it. And that would have been it for me, too. Yeah, I think... I mean, but she was... That was a loose dating situation i mean yeah they were just no that would have been information yeah and like the whole like shit thing like i mean that was a one time right you have to be like you know we're talking about together forever the most um limitless type interaction i've had with a guy is me in the shower and him peeing you know like in the toilet Mm -hmm. like as far as us being in the same space like that we have never had like the moment you just shared i don't know if i'd be able to do that (laughs) that was a one-time situation and that was someone that i was just like very comfortable with but i remember one time i remember one time i was like i said loosely dating this and this is actually in new york i was dating this guy and um i had spent that at his house and the next morning you know i'm taking my shower he busts in the door while I'm taking my shower, talking about, do you need anything? Do you need deodorant? Do you... And, like, it scared me. I remember me. you telling me about And I, like, this. jumped. 
And I was like, who the fuck? Like, that's your personal time. Like, you're, mm-hmm. I'm over here bathing my body, and you're over here busting and making sure I need some fucking deodorant. Like, or get what? in the shower with me. Very how Stella got her groove back at the end. I mean, but I just, <laughs> s- s- like, spent the night with you. Like, give me some, like, me time, because people cuddle. We talked about cuddling before. Yes, and I don't like it. Yeah. This, Miranda this, Hobbs. This certain per- yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a Carrie person. I want to be Samantha because I mean, as much of uh, how Samantha was, she was definitely true to herself, and she was a feminist before, like yes, she was like, a fem- feminist, so to speak, type thing. And she just had her shit together all the time. Like she lost it maybe once, twice. I was. I feel like I went through my Samantha phase in my adolescence, mm-hmm. like my 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 teenage years, and the first couple years of college. The older I got, the more I became. Like, I went from, referencing another quartet, I went from Blanche to Dorothy. Like, I mm, identify with Dorothy mm-hmm. Zvornak, well, but I used to identify with Blanche Devereaux. Just like I used to identify with Samantha Jones, but now I'm more so Miranda Hobbs with a pinch of Carrie Bradshaw. Mm. I'm no Charlotte at Oh, all. yeah. Charlotte, she was annoying. She was like the Rose Nyland. Right. And she, I don't know, she, the thing about Charlotte is that, like, she just thought that every person that she met was, like, the one for her, so. And she, she, and well, she, she thought that, in, like. She believed it. everybody had good intentions, too. Yeah, everybody. Really good, she was very like, optimistic. Not everybody does, and she wanted to get married by dessert on the first day. But date. she was in the wrong city for that. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, she found her little Jewish man, and she converted to Judaism, and so on and so forth. Um I'm mad that HBO doesn't have the... Because I was watching on HBO Go. They don't have the movie. I have both movies at home on DVD. Oh, I have Like, in Chicago. But... Oh, yeah. From Best Buy. Mm Mm-hmm. Or anywhere. But I just remember being at Best Buy for, like, $200. Yeah, I got it for Christmas. Got you. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I'm just kind of mad that HBO had the entire series, but not the movie. Because the movies... The DVDs I have... I didn't pack any of that shit when I moved out here. Right. It's all in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. Sorry for the Sex in the City tangent we just went on. Yeah, no, that's how I got to New York the first time. I was watching Sex in the City, and I was like, yes, this is it. Um, mm-hmm. So, speaking of Samantha Jones and sluts, uh, Amber Rose. So, I did some more research on this Amber Rose slut walk that mm-hmm. she's having. Um, next month. Next month. And I'm actually kind of into it. Like, I don't know about the, the name, and I don't know about... People like Ambrose because she's so unapologetic for who she is. She was a stripper in Philly that, you know, hooked up with Kanye, who just blew up and she has a career now. Um, so what is the slut walk? So basically, I don't know anything. I just know that she's having a walk and from my understanding, it's like empowerment. It's basically like, it's basically acknowledging like sexual shaming and like mm-hmm. the women's body. So it's kind of... I mean, this is coming straight, straight from her uh, website, yeah, like Normal Sexual Violence. It started from, um, apparently, I'm trying to get the story exactly. It was a cop that said something, like, to a group of girls who was like, well, if you weren't dressed like that, you wouldn't be in danger oh, of being God. raped. And that's kind that's of That's the where, worst thing you can say to yeah, someone. Yeah, and that's, that kind of blew up, and so that's kind of where this whole thing came from. And so, you know, her website just said, no, no more um, victim blaming. Um, no more labels, ge- more gender um, inequality. No more gender in- inequality, I should say. Um, okay, but yeah, well, it's, so for it's, it's for a good cause. I think cause. it's so funny because Kylie Jenner has a, a an initiative that she just started. I saw on um, on her Snapchat, and it's like anti bullying. 
Which is good. It's good to see her putting her her celebrity to okay. use for something. Yeah, I thought she was about to say something about image. I was like, that girl. No, it has nothing to do with it's just anti bullying. <laughs> that's yeah, that's good. She's been bullied a lot. I think I shared this on the show. Yeah. I knew someone that went to school with her and they said that she was Well, I'm sure, like if you come from like a background like that and people know who you are, like They you, know who your sister is. Right, your and sister. You're gonna is. get it really hard mm-hmm. in middle school and stuff. It right. just comes with the territory. Right. Definitely. So I mean I'm I'm here for it. I, Actually, if I'm in town, I may actually go. It's on October 3rd in Los Angeles. I believe it starts or it begins in... What's the park that's on 6th and Olive? I don't know why you asking me. <laughs> I don't know why you just asked. It's me. October 3rd. And that's actually the same day as um, Pride in the Park. I'm supposed to be speaking there. Um, but yeah, I thought that's pretty good that Amber Rose is actually using her um, her voluptuous body and mm-hmm. image to you know and bring then her attention. VMA outfit with black china right and how their assistants had like insults like faggot and nigger and things like that yeah Benji I don't Ray. see how that goes with the slut block but okay I mean I, just, I get I it think it's I get just the labels concept, right it's just labels that people like put with you like and... if you own it then you know it's no longer you take the power out of the insult right but I don't know I'm not gonna rush with this as faggot just no. saying Mm-mm. um so i actually kind of i wrote another topic for the last one but i kind of want to talk about something else um okay. so i want to talk about addiction um because that came up in a conversation recently um and the premise was i think it was like he was addicted addicted to a boy Mm-hmm. And was, like, addicted to, you know, what that person gave them, even though they knew it was bad for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been in situations, I wouldn't necessarily say that I have been addicted, but there's been situations where I have dated somebody for two years, but I never made them my boyfriend. Because I know... Really? Yes. But it's because, like, I loved what, you know, they gave me. And I loved... They were good for hanging in there. Well, I mean, it's probably they, 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 they didn't want a boyfriend either. Oh, okay. So it was just like a thing where, like, we we ha- it was. Was more it dating th- for fun? It wasn't dating. This is when you were younger. No, this is my adult See, life. Mm-mm. But the thing is, is like, because I didn't want. I knew that I didn't want that person. I liked that person for who they were in my life. Yeah. But, and that was more than a friend. Okay. And that was more than a friend, and I things I like that, that can get so complicated, though. Hello. So, but like, you know, two years later, you're just like, you know that the person's not for you, but you like their position in their life. So, I mean, is that an addiction? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay, well, what about people who stay in situations that they don't need to be in? Um, yeah, I Because think they like... That can be framed as an addiction, but... Mm-hmm. That's, that could also be framed as low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You don't love yourself. That mm-hmm. could be... It's a lot of the components that go into people who stay in situations that aren't good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you feel like you have any addictions? Um, and it could be anything. It could be, it could be coffee. Because I'm addicted to coffee. No. Well, you know, I'm addicted to being on. Like, I don't like on as far as like... I like my hair done, my nails done, fragrance, mm-hmm. makeup. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a little addicted to that. I guess because being bare would make me extremely vulnerable, I feel like. so. Vulnerable in how? 
I don't know. I just feel like it would make me extreme. Even though yesterday I was out, if you all follow me on Snapchat, then you saw hot mess personified because I was out in these streets <laughs> with wet hair and no makeup running errands. But um, I don't really have any... You know what I just recently got over? I was addicted to... I don't know the word to use, the adjective to use, but I guess panic. Like when things didn't go my way, I would literally hit... I don't know if it's because of my personality or I'm used to things going my way. I would literally hit this level of depression that each time I hit it, it became harder and harder to climb myself out. Okay. And so that led to a conversation I was having with my mother and I said, I wish I would have learned some of the lessons that I'm learning now when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Because when I was younger, my entire childhood was kind of reaffirmed by this notion of if you work hard and you're a good person, you, you you know, you're not an ain't shit ass person. You're a good person. You work hard. You do good. What you put out will come back to you. And I was reaffirmed by that. I'm not taking away from that because everything that I went out for, I typically got. Right. This is my entire childhood, my teenage years. Hell, even in college, when I went out for internships or I went out mm-hmm. for jobs, I got them. Mm-hmm. So moving to L.A. has been a different layer of growth for me because I'm learning that Sometimes you can give your all and still lose. Right. And that's something that I'm still grappling with. Because, Mm -hmm. like I said, and I wish that lesson would have been taught to me when I was younger. Because my whole foundation has been built on winning, so to speak. You know, not to sound crass, but that's what it's kind of been. That's what it's kind of been built on. So, um, that's an addiction that I'm trying to shake. Well, I've recently shaken because I said I'm not going to do that. Kind of like a woe is me. Not a woe is me. Not even really a pity party. But it's just been like, I don't understand. Okay. My lack of understanding caused me to be depressed. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I'd question God. I'd question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Why, if I'm doing everything that is expected of me and, mm-hmm. going, and more, I'm exceeding expectations mm-hmm. and I'm continuously getting the short end of the stick. That's what I felt like. And right. that's not taking away from any of my other blessings, but that's just what I felt like. Mm-hmm. And so recently with the, you know, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show with the job thing, this time, you know, a few, I should, I don't know how to frame this. Like had this been another time, I would have been depressed. Right. But because I have made a conscious effort to take a different route, I'm okay. Right. Because I figure that even when I was depressed, everything still got taken care of. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, am I making sense? No, like the universe will bring you what you have. Yes. And like, that's kind of like... And it will provide. Exactly. And so that's why I'm not tripping this go around because I'm still making money. I'm mm-hmm. still... And I'm having fun while doing it. It's okay. just, I'm, I don't know if it's because I'm a Capricorn or just my personality or what, but I just love structure. You know, that's right. where we differ. Right. I love, like we were talking last week about the vision. I love structure. I love the idea of having that security of getting up and going to a nine to five, so to speak. I don't want to be swamped in my nine to five and have no flexibility and things mm-hmm. like that. But I like knowing that it's there. Right. So knowing that I'm just waking up and I'm just going to be in my house and on my laptop and... Maybe go around the corner to have a Filipino lunch type thing. That kind of, it's like, where are you going with this? And I'm so sick of submitting my resume. I'm so, it's just, it's a lot that comes with it. And I don't, I don't mean to rant about it, but this is just, I don't know. It was triggering when you asked if I had an addiction because that is one, not to sound as shallow with the hair and makeup, but that's like some real shit for me because I was addicted to quote unquote winning. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's funny how you said that, because I think, and I commend everybody who, who is, who moves and makes that dramatic move completely out of their own and puts themselves out of their comfort zone. Because for me, I was a winner. I was always a winner as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I was the poster child. Like, I was popular in high school. I was a prom king. Mm -hmm. I got into college. Like, I got the dorms, everything I want, I got. I interned at Bravo. Like, shit always came easy. But when I moved to New York City Mm -hmm. and I knew one person... And they told me that I couldn't get a restaurant job because I don't have New York City experience. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. Mm-hmm. And there was so many else. I have my degree and I'm going to go and work at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that I'm not even capable of doing that. So and that first year in New York, I cried like a little mm-hmm. bitch. Like the entire year. And it was just so hard for me. I didn't understand why... I guess that like I blame God and I was like God like you obviously had me here for a reason but what the fuck is that reason? That's, that's how I felt. Why like, would you lead me to L.A. Not doubting, yeah. but I felt like L.A. was so heavy on my heart mm-hmm. for me to just pick up and I knew it was a risk and I was inspired by not to get off topic but I really was inspired by Beyonce dropping her album. Like I felt like every time. Wait, how are you inspired by that? Because that was a risk. Oh, I was gotcha, inspired gotcha, gotcha. by her risk taking. Yeah. So, um, that's just, I don't know if you all follow me on Instagram, but I wrote like this little mini essay about how much I, I love it. her. Because <laughs> her seriously, it, she's been the soundtrack to some of my most defining moments in my life. Mm-hmm. Like four, when she was on her quest for independence, I was on my quest for independence. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mirrored each other. So, um, not to get off topic, but I, I totally understand where you're coming from because it's like, if it's on my spirit, if I'm following my gut and my gut tells me to move to New York mm-hmm. or move to LA, and I'm I'm not from a small city, right? Not to take anything from people who are, but it's like I'm from Chicago. I know the lay of the land, right. so to speak. I know how to. You're not. Like, I know how to survive. Naive you know? or like, right, right, right. From and like so, Kentucky or exactly the sticks or my favorite Dubuque, Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> You know, I always reference that city. We need to go there one day. But I do need to go there because I <laughs> no, always I, I reference it. I want to go too. But I totally understand where you're yeah. uh, coming from as far as why would he? Why would it be placed on your heart to move to New York City and then you immediately face, right? you know, opposition. Mm-hmm. And everything you went and had planned yeah. fell through. And that's what, even with this Kiss and Tell Live. That, that like, happened with me with LA. Right, like, we're, like, we're saying the same yeah, story. Like, literally, like, I, I was supposed to have my New York event in the spring mm-hmm. and I knew I had to put myself and take a risk and sell up my apartment for two months to get rid of my car and move out there and do the event because I can't do it from Los Angeles. Right, right, right. And so every single, even what I had, like all my meetings and everything that was laid out before I moved, when I got, when I got out there, fell through. Yeah. And so like now I'm having to restructure everything based on me Start being out the there. Start from hmm And so, and like I said, I always say like I was born and raised in LA but I was aged in New York. And, like, New York aged me and it made, matured me because that was the first time in my life where I was told no. Mm -hmm. And and it wasn't even, like, no, like, it was, I was never spoiled, Uh but, like, I just had this addiction to winning. And I always won and I always succeeded. And that was the first time someone was just like, no, you're not capable and no, you can't do it. Yep. And I had to fight 10 times harder to get what I got. And the same thing kind of happened. When I moved out here, I was supposed to what brought on so much confidence is I was working at a retail job. I was mm-hmm. working in cosmetics. I was making good money. I uprooted having a car, uh, work, making good money, my friends, my family, mm-hmm. to chase my dreams of television. Hello. 
And when I came out here, all of the paperwork went through everything. I was supposed to be transferred mm-hmm. from my department store job, cosmetics, and come out here and do the same thing. That's why I had so much faith. Like, okay, my income isn't going to really change. Right. Just the atmosphere mm-hmm. will. And I may not have, because I you know, I didn't have solid housing. Mm-hmm. I may not have anywhere to live, but I'm going to have somewhere to work Hello. to earn income and at least, you know, be able to wheel and deal mm-hmm. some things. I got out here, and not only was I living in a hotel in downtown LA, but... My transfer felt, quote unquote, fell through. My manager left me hanging to dry. My store manager left me hanging to dry. No, they stopped answering both my of phone. Them? Both of them. They stopped answering my phone calls. They stopped replying to my email. And I was hurt because I only took one absence. I worked there for about a year. Right. I only had one absence. And I was a top seller in cosmetics. I can sell you a lipstick now. Right. So uh, that was... Plum. That was... And I went on... I remember the third week of July, 2014. I'll never forget this period in my life. I had about two or three interviews a day, okay? Mm-hmm. Like two or three interviews a day. Do you know that I did not get not one of those jobs I interviewed? Great interviews. I'm taking mm-hmm. the bus to Calabasas. I'm doing, you know, and I interview well. I bring it to the right. table. Mm-hmm. I didn't get not one of those jobs. I did maybe 12 interviews in five days, and I didn't get not one of those jobs. Not one. But, so that was very defining. Mm-hmm. No, but I can laugh about what? it now, but it was very defining. Yeah, and but depressing. no is essentially pushing you to you know do what you need to do, just like. Me. Well, you know, it'll 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 break you or it'll build you. I right. always tell people who are interested in moving to Los Angeles. You don't choose L.A. L.A. chooses you. And the same can be said about New York City. Mm-hmm. Or just you anywhere choose... you go where you place yourself in an environment where it's not your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You have to really, it's like, how bad do you want it? There's so many people that I've met that are gone, child, Mm -hmm. that have moved here. We moved here around the same time, and, you know, they're gone. They last six months. I was at a going away party all the time in New York, because no one stays. And, like, New York is a little bit more, like, intense, because people, I don't think, go to New York to stay and live. They go to get their experience, Mm -hmm. unless you're, like, from there. They go get their New York experience. They go and be Carrie Bradshaw or whoever the fuck they want to be. They get their experience and they go back and they settle and get married. Mm-hmm. New York is a lot tougher to be, you know. I feel settled. like I would identify with New York though, being from Chicago, because yeah. I'm looked at as abrasive and aggressive out here, and it's like, no, I just gave you a solid no. New York, I didn't tap dance me, around my right. no. New York definitely understands <laughs> me more than LA, because in LA, like people are like you're too cute to be drinking beer, and like in New York, they're like buying me shots of Jameson. Yeah. So like, New York gets me more than it gets LA, but I'm still a California boy by heart. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, this was this was a good show, and I'm on testimony. To, hello, <laughs> testimony on Kiss and Tell Radio. Um, by the way, how did your date with go? We talked about this last time. Your date with um, um the Armenian with the uh, Range Rover or the G wagon. I didn't end up going on a date with him, and I was going on a date with this guy named Nick who lived in Glendale. Mm-hmm. Who uh, shout out to Nick and Glendale? No, let's not shout out oh, Nick and Glendale because Nick and Glendale is a fuck boy. <laughs> And, you know, the story, I don't feel comfortable sharing the story on air right okay. now. I may tell I may tell you all later, but right now, and, and how I'm feeling today, I'm trying to have a good day. Amen. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. I'll tell and, you off. Yeah, tell me, tell me off. Like, <laughs> Nick from Glendale, you got shots coming your way. Okay, And definitely. not like shot the Jameson like bullets. Yes, so, fuck boy. Fuck boys, yeah. Armenian fuck boy. Someone asked me about my dating experiences on Jack, and I was like, I don't date. I try to date, but... Uh, 
that's an addiction some of my friends have too. They just go oh, on listen, so many don't get me dates. started on friends' addictions now. Hold right. on. Hello, it's a whole other episode. We ain't gonna blast nobody today <laughs> on this Sunday. So, yeah, um, wrapping up. Thank you, Shar. Um, I hope your voice gets better. Thank you. Let's not have a, um, a Joan Rivers moment. No, because like no. that would not be good for anyone. No, like no. So yeah. Um, Sure, I love you, girl. I love you too, Jace. Testimony Tuesdays. Yes. Um, on a Sunday. Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah, um, catch up with us on. Um, it should be. Kiss and Torbado should be on iTunes soon. It has oh, been awesome. submitted. Um, so, I know, like in New York, you can't listen to SoundCloud um, if you don't have internet service. So, oh, really? it will be. Yeah. Because if you're on the train. Oh, yeah. You, you can't don't listen have, to it. Right. So, mm-hmm. I'll be able to like, listen to work. I know Mark. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mark. He loves it. Um, the show. He said, like, Shar is so funny. She'd be speaking the fucking truth. Thank um, you. So, shout out to Mark. Um, and... Also, we're still open to you all suggestions. I didn't get any, did you? No. We're still open to questions and suggestions. So, don't be, don't be acting shy. We family. Right. I got a lot of good feedback, but, like... Yeah, me too. Just no, like, suggestions or, like, questions that people, like, want to go deeper into. But, yeah, ask us. I yeah. always get people interactive on my social media. And even with Char says so last week, I plugged uh-huh. how you and I got into the discussion about <laughs> emotion versus health and cheating actually yes someone actually agreed with you i remember that really like, i'll be i'll be mad about the health and i was See? like but then a lot of people that was only one person a lot of people <laughs> also told me that is definitely the taking of the um emotion. the physical emotion outside of the bedroom and the trust and all that stuff that is mm. broken but we will agree to disagree once a time That's once fine. again today that's fine. But That's yes. what we do best. Mm-hmm. So yes, follow us, talk to us, please. Um, jsparron.com, sharpsaysso.com, everything is conse- consecutive, cohesive, all that jazz. AIDS Walk is coming up October 11th. If you're in Los Angeles, please email me your t-shirt sizes. And if you want to be involved, um, Kiss and Tell Live, the announcement will be coming out. But the venue has been booked for November 8th. In Los Angeles, the Downtown Independent, um, Kiss and Tell New York Live will be... Are you doing another Kiss and Tell Live LA? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're doing it, baby. Mm. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, we're signing off. So, you guys have a blessed day. Yes. And we will see you in two weeks. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye.